Thank you for tuning into Air and Earth, the podcast that lifts you up and keeps you grounded. I'm your host, Melissa Moffat, and I'm here to share some information that I've found helpful in my own life, as well as interview people on topics ranging from self-love of body, soul, and mind, social, environmental, and animal justice, mindfulness, business, relationships, ethics, and so much more with the intention of supporting you on your healing and growth journey as you strive to love yourself, those around you, and the planet just a little more. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode eight of the Air and Earth podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about something that is really, 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 really important to pay attention to that I found in my own life to think about this kind of thing and to reflect on it, and that is worthiness. So we all have these dreams, we all have desires, we all want certain things like careers and family life and friendships and connection and adventure, travel, whatever. And we all have obstacles, whether that be our our financial situations, our energy, our health, um, societal things. Um, But what I found in my own life is that even though all of those things exist and I felt blocked against the things that I wanted, I could get through a lot of that based on shifting my mindset and I could become braver and I could let go of the beliefs that were holding me back and take actions. So today we're diving into all of that. But before we start, I just want to say a big thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who is tuning in every week listening. I see you sharing. I see you sending me messages. It just means the world to me. So if you're listening in, please help me continue to share this podcast by maybe taking a screenshot, sharing it on your Instagram story, or letting a friend know who you think needs to hear any of these messages about the podcast. That would mean the absolute world to me. Yeah, thank you. Love you guys. So today, I am breaking worthiness down into eight portions. And These topics that I've broken them down into are actually inspired by a course that I have created that is coming up. It's actually starting a month from today. If you are listening in, today is, well, I'm not recording this on this date, but the date that this podcast comes out is Monday, February 18th. This course is going to start March 18th. It's an eight-week, eight-module program. So each week we're diving into a different topic. All of the topics are designed to help us increase our feelings of worthiness around the things that we want, whether that be our career, our how we want to travel, our relationships, our both romantic friendships, family relationships, how we see ourselves, how much we love ourselves, just feelings of that we deserve. (laughs) the kind of life we want to live. We're breaking them down. 
We're diving in every week using guided meditation, visualization, writing, journaling. There will be video lessons, live webinars with question and answer sessions. You also get one-on-one -on -one time with me, which will be super fun. And it's going to be really, really awesome. I'll give you a link where you can go learn more about the course. It is called Worthy, Simple and Sweet to the Point. And once again, it starts March 18th. So linked below in the show notes will be more information on that. And now let's go ahead and start talking about how we can feel worthy in our own lives. This is something that I've become super passionate about because I, I have drastically changed my life in a relatively short period of time. Um, but it was always kind of building up. I used to be very, I used to have really low self-esteem and um, not think that I deserved, not only did I not think that I deserved the things I wanted, but I didn't, I was like, that's not possible at all. I saw no way that I could be self-employed, that I could be traveling the world, that I could have these incredible friends and have a great relationship with my family, um, have great romantic relationships. I just didn't think that was possible. I didn't see that as a reality. And I started to shift my mindset. I started to look into ways to change so that I could slowly, slowly start welcoming these things in. And now I'm in this place where I'm like, anything is possible. Like, whatever I want to do, I can create changes in the world. I'll like, I want to write like a book or do a nonprofit or whatever. And I'm, I just like believe it's all possible now. And that's totally just from practice shifting my mindset using these practices I talked about that will be offered in the course. And it's just really, <laughs> it's really been crazy to see the changes in my life. It doesn't mean that things don't, aren't hard and I don't face these challenges. It just means that I am so much more better prepared to face them and get stronger and stronger and stronger and more secure in myself and knowing what I want and what I deserve and what I have the power to create. So, breaking it down a little bit, we'll start off with the process of letting go. So, we have to know that we all have these beliefs that come up. And these beliefs are based on what society tells us is true, what our family tells us is true, what our friends tell us is true, and beliefs limit us. Um, we can also be holding on to relationships that we shouldn't necessarily be in. Friendships, romantic relationships. We can be holding on to physical possessions or a certain location we may be afraid to move, even though we know if we move, we can get that job, or we can be around those people, or we can be near the ocean, and we've always wanted to be near the ocean. Or like, in my case, I had to let go of a lot in the past couple months. Um, 
I had this beautiful <laughs> apartment in Louisville, Kentucky, where I was working as an engineer. And I wanted to free myself of that apartment so that I could, I moved home so I could be with my family for a while and also so that I could become self-employed. And it was hard to part <laughs> with that apartment because I loved it. There, it was this, it was like a warehouse that had been converted and it had these beautiful old wood floors, humongous windows, floor to ceiling, open space. I absolutely loved it. I, you know, like I decorated it. It was so me. I loved it. And I totally just had to let go of that and give it up and <laughs> be like, this is going to be worth it. I'm getting rid of all my furniture. I'm getting rid of my home that I've created and that I'm so proud of that I worked so hard for. And I'm just letting it go so that I can do these other things. And I'm so glad I did. And also in the process, I had to let go of friendships and relationships and it was freaking hard but it was worth it and you kind of just have to keep coming back to okay what where am I trying to go why am I letting go of these things and that will inspire you to keep going it's a process and you'll always kind of grieve things a little bit sometimes. Like I still sometimes will see like a cute piece of furniture and be like, man, I wish I had like an apartment to put that in, but I don't. Or like that would have looked so good in my apartment. And it's not even just about the apartment. It happens with relationships and things like that too. You'll, you'll still have some grief. It's not like you just decide, click, I'm going to let go of this. And, and then you're over it. You, you decide you're going to let go of it. And then slowly over time, you the emotions tied to the object or the person become less strong. And you can look at it from this overview point of view where you're not as attached anymore and you see why you kind of had to do those things and it makes everything feel a lot better. The next aspect of increasing the amount of worthiness that we feel for the life that we want to have is kind of counterintuitive, <laughs> but it's knowing that we're enough right now. <laughs> so even though we may want different things, we want these, our big dreams, our career, or whatever, we also always, always, always have to come back to knowing that where we are is good, <laughs> that who we are right now is good. It's enough. And I love the word enough because a lot of times when we're craving more, that craving is such a contrast to where we are now that it makes us feel bad about ourselves. It makes us feel like we're not pretty enough or smart enough or whatever enough. And we can get really down on ourselves. We can have low self-esteem, which can affect how we interact with people. It can affect the actions we take. So we always have to come back to knowing that where we are now is enough. It's enough. And uh, a lot of that is recognizing what your gifts are. 
So what are you good at? Is it communication? Is it math? Is it computers? Is it art? Recognize what you were good at. And then also, celebrate your little victories. You don't have to make this huge sweeping change all in one day. You can take it piece by piece. So say you are a, you are a baker. You make these desserts. And eventually you want to do that full time. And you, right now, you are just baking goods from your home and giving them to your friends. But you decide this Saturday, you're going to go to the farmer's market and you're going to sell your goods. And you go and people love them. And take a second. (laughs) So... (laughs) Maybe in the future you want to have your own store, but take a second and be like, oh my gosh, I took a step. I did something. I put myself out there. I First of all, I was so afraid to go and sell my stuff at the farmer's market and be like, yeah, I have a baking business. But you, you did that. And then even you know, if people love it, it's taking a step further. You're getting feedback, you're getting a response, and that's just going to compound and grow and continue, and next thing you know, you're going to have your own, your own store, and then who knows, maybe after that, you could have a line of baked goods in grocery stores across the United States. You never know what could happen, or wherever you live. You never know what could happen. Big, big dreams, big things happen little steps at a time, little, little victories at a time. And then also having to do with feeling enough is knowing that it's okay to screw up. (laughs) We all mess up all the time. The difference is do you mess up and then dwell in it and quit and, and stop and feel bad about yourself? Or do you say, okay, I messed up. What can I learn from it? Do I need to pivot? Has this given me some clarity about what I actually want? I hear, there's one phrase I hear a lot that you have to go out there and get that experience because it's all data collection. It's all data collection. It gives you more clarity. Your mistakes are your friends. (laughs) Your mistakes help you learn and grow. And by the way, all of these questions I'm asking, I also really recommend that as you're going through this process of growth, of going after the things that we want, of feeling enough, write them down. Write this stuff down. Don't just kind of think about it or be like, oh, that's cool that she's doing it or whatever. It takes a little bit of work. It takes some effort, and it should feel fun. It should feel good. Sometimes it will feel hard because emotions can be stirred up that we've been repressing. But eventually, it can get to a place where it feels good to to do these self-reflective practices. So journaling is absolutely huge for me in guiding myself toward 
a life that I love. It's been huge, and it will always continue to be huge in my life. I do it every day. So for each of these eight topics that I'm talking about today, I have created some journaling prompts that go along with each one, and that is downloadable from the show notes, which I will have linked below. So if you want some journaling prompts that go along with these topics, just head over to the show notes, click on the little link, and it will be sent straight to your email. Okay, so the next aspect of feeling worthy in our life for the things that we want to create (laughs) in this world and for ourselves and for our family is also very simple. It's appreciation, gratitude, looking at what we already have in ourselves, in others, in our environment, and thanking it and loving it. So, again, this is something that I really, really recommend journaling about, writing it all down. Make a huge list of what you love about yourself. Make a huge list of what you love about other people. One of my freaking favorite things to do is if someone is getting on my nerves, like if one of my family members or a loved one or whoever, if I am, like, getting annoyed with them, I will write a list of all the things I love about them. And... Next thing you know, it's like that stuff really isn't that important anymore, and I'm not as bothered anymore, and it puts the responsibility for our relationship back on me instead of me being holding on to grudges or frustrations about things that really aren't that important. Um, That being said, going back to letting go, if you're in a relationship that is toxic and abusive or anywhere near any of that, that is a time for letting go, (laughs) not necessarily appreciation. You can appreciate things like what you learned from being with them or what you learned when you took your power back and let them go and walked away, but you kind of have to know the difference. When is it time to appreciate something? When is it time to open your heart and welcome more of that into your life? And when is it time to say, okay, this isn't for me anymore and it's time to go? It's even important to feel appreciation for simple things in our lives, like our family, our shelter, our food, and then continuing to get more and more specific and more complicated, like our certain talent in a certain area or maybe a specific aspect of our job or whatever. But having that mindset of appreciation helps us whenever fears and obstacle comes up. It helps us fill that foundation of safety so that when we do have something that's challenging, we can always come back to, okay, yeah, like, this is happening, but... I'm good because I have all of this. And and it just keeps reminding us to stay present. Whenever the fear comes up, we don't have to dive into that. We have a choice to say, okay, am I going to let this fear run away with me and take control and lead me? Or am I going to step back and say, here's all of the goodness in my life 
and I can make choices that will keep me grounded here with the goodness and then keep welcoming more of that into my life. It puts us in this headspace that we can better let go and accept when hard things come up, when we have this foundation of appreciation. When we appreciate the good stuff, we appreciate the hard stuff. And it helps us not get into this cycle of resenting and blaming because we can find appreciation for everything because we've practiced it. We can find solutions and take action instead of just dwelling in fear or anxiety. In my opinion, this is one of the most important things you can do in your life because while we're always kind of looking ahead and planning, and that's good, also we just have to know that life is right now Life is not promised. It's this incredible gift. So if we are taking time every single day to consciously appreciate our day and what is happening right now around us, that is where life is happening. That is being alive. It's incredible. (laughs) It changes you. So if you take any of this to heart, listen to this. Take time every day to appreciate your life, to appreciate the people around you, to appreciate yourself, to appreciate this beautiful world because it's freaking beautiful, honestly, if you think about it. Like, it's insane. We're alive. We're, like, eating food that grows in the ground. We are talking with other people. We're seeing these animals and stuff. Like, it's insane. It's crazy if you really think about it. So, anyway, that's my little soapbox of appreciation. And by the way, I say this all the time over and over again, but I think some of the most powerful tools that we can use to connect to ourselves in these ways that I'm talking about is through meditation and journaling. Meditation simply is just being present. There's tons of different forms. You can be simply just watching your breath. You can be, you can walk around in nature and and look at, you know, the leaf closely and just be really really present with it or you can do like guided meditations I absolutely love I love a wide variety of meditation because I feel like they all give different benefits Um, I've actually created an album of guided meditations if meditation is new to you I think that's an incredible way to start practicing if it's not new to you I think it's an awesome way to learn more about yourselves using questions and prompts and, and people saying things that you haven't necessarily thought of. I absolutely love using guided med- meditations, and I've been, using medita- I've been meditating for years now. Um, so I've created an album. It's called Erin Earth Guided Meditations. It comes with a meditation guide as well that has, a, has the benefits of meditation listed. It also has how to establish a practice. It has my story. It has different forms, information about different forms of meditation. I also have built onto that. So if you want to take it even a step further, you want to take meditation and couple that with journaling. I have something called the growth guide, which is 
a 12-day program. Each day you do one of the guided meditations and you get journaling prompts, growth exercises, and a written explanation about why that topic is important in your life and how you can put it into practice. So that is called the Growth Guide. I have both of those in my store. They're super easy to use, super accessible. And I have a discount code if you want to try it out. It is podcast10, so I will have that linked below as well. Podcast10. Go check it out if you haven't already. And if you had, feel free to send me a message or an email with your experience with the guides. I would love to hear how you've incorporated it into your life and how you've been feeling since using them. So the next, the fourth aspect of feeling worthy is understanding why. (laughs) Why do we want the things we do? For most of us, it comes back to a few different things. We want to feel freedom. We want to feel connection. We want to love and feel loved. We want to feel happiness and joy. We want to help others experience the same things. Most of us are why for why we want we want to have a career, we want to have a house, we want to have a car, we want to travel, we want a romantic relationship, we want to be a writer. Most of us, it all comes back to a few basic things, and those things are usually based in really good <laughs> and kind reasons. We all have this I really believe that we all have this basic foundation of goodness. And for some of us, we kind of can get knocked away from the goodness through experience, hard experiences, trauma, societal pressure. It can take us off of our path of of goodness, of wanting to love ourselves, love others, to take care of the planet, to share. And... But, but even though we have those experiences and we will always, always kind of be getting knocked off course a little bit, we can always come back and come back and come back. And one thing I say all the time, maybe you've heard me say it, is make choices that are based on love and not fear. So come back to your why. Do you, do you want to have a, this house so that you can one day have children in it, (laughs) you know? Do you want to have this dinner table so that you can have people come and have dinners together? Do you want to get your college degree so that you can get a career and feel safe and secure financially? All of those things are valid desires, like desires are totally fine to have. You should never feel guilty for the things you want, whether that be a relationship or money or a career. It's natural to want these things. It's natural to want to feel safe and secure, to want to help yourself, to want to help others. And when we know really, truly, deep down exactly why we're wanting the things we do, then we can come back to those things whenever times get hard. So for instance, I'll give you an example from my own life. I wanted 
I knew eventually I wanted to be self-employed when I was working at my job as an engineer. And I, I didn't know how it would happen, but I knew why I wanted it. I wanted to have flexibility to go see my family. Um, for instance, when my, my dad had some, a, a health scare, I was having to drive back and forth on the weekends and it was really hard. And at that point in my life, I was like, I wanna be able to drop everything and go see my family if I have to and stay with them for a few weeks if I need to. I knew I wanted the same for whenever I have children. I want to be a mother one day. So I want to have flexibility to pick them up from school whenever I want. To, If it's a Tuesday and it's a snow day, I want to be able to play with them outside. I want to be able to cook throughout the day and, and have my own flexibility, my own schedule. I also wanted to be able to really connect with people. I want to use my gifts to make the world a better place. I want to help people learn to love themselves. I want to help people learn to love others. And I want to use the education that I received to help people learn how to take care of the planet better. I want to make information about climate change and taking care of the planet more accessible and I hold on to these things this deep why and it keeps me going whenever things are hard <laughs> it keeps me motivated whenever I doubt myself which comes up every single day <laughs> every day so I just always keep coming back always keep coming back and it just really keeps me on track the fifth aspect of feeling worthy is expansion. So always growing. And we can do this in a variety of ways. For a long time for me, that expansion came through staying inspired. <laughs> so reading books about growth and about loving others and about meditation and about kindness and about the environment and about business Listening to podcasts has been huge for me. I absolutely adore podcasts. There's so many great podcasts out there that are inspiring. Whatever you are doing, whatever you want in your life, if you want to be an artist, if you want to be a person who makes shoes, whatever, there's a podcast out there by someone who is rocking what you are doing. So whether it be through books or podcasts and one day if you keep going, maybe you have access to these people around you, but if you keep this mindset, they will, they will just come and show up in your life. But in real life, people too. Have people around you who are already doing the things you want to do. Listen to them talk. Get inspired by them. They will share. People are open with their stories. People who are loving what they're doing want you to love what you're doing too and will tell you how to get there, will help you get there. People who are, most people... If they are doing something they love and if they're loving others and they love their life, they want to see others shine. And as long as you're coming from a place of you're not leeching off of them, but you're open to and you're honest with them. Tell people they inspire you. 
tell people that I would I would love to get coffee with you. People love sharing. It makes you feel good. It just does. So whether it be through books or podcasts or people in real life, hang out with people. Go to go to you know talks. If you want to be a writer, go to book readings. Find these things that help you see that there's more for you out there. Like when I when I decided to quit my job, I had a few incredible friends who were already self-employed. And even though that felt terrifying for me, honestly terrifying, I looked at them and saw them killing it. And that even though it's hard, it's possible. And just knowing that it was possible and seeing someone else do it made it feel like it was possible for me too. If I didn't believe it was possible, I wouldn't have done it. But having that little, that ounce of, okay, I can do this, that's when everything clicked. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. And that's just from being around people who are uplifting and listening to things that are uplifting. And then, and you know what's awesome too, is that then you can become an expander for other people. When you are loving your life and you are doing work that is fulfilling or you have the home of your dreams or your children that you love or whatever it is that you're desiring, you can then help other people get to the same place. So it's not just like you're taking from people. You can continue the cycle and then giving and receiving is like the cycle. Like the more comfortable you are with giving, the better you are at receiving and vice versa. So as you learn, share what you're learning. (laughs) Help people who are needing the information that you needed when you were in their position. Give it to them. Give, 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 give. And that will just continue that cycle. And it's Incredible. It's incredible to be able to be inspired by people and then to inspire other people as well. It's absolutely amazing. The next topic having to do with feeling worthy for these incredible things that we want in our lives and the lives of others and things that we want to put out into the world is getting comfortable with your dreams and desires. So... I think sometimes we can get to this place where we've settled so hard and for so long and we've held ourselves back because it's scary (laughs) for so long that we almost have this shame around the things that we want. Like we have a, we have a shame of wanting to make more money. We have, we're uncomfortable with the fact that we don't want to work at our job anymore and we want to work for ourselves. We feel like it's wrong that we want to do these things or have these things, especially if we feel like those things are taking away from others, which they aren't necessarily because if you're <laughs> if you are if you are happy and you are enjoying your life, you can give to others more. So even if it feels weird and uncomfortable at first, start acknowledging and owning what you want in this life. Start writing it down. Say, 
I want to write a book, even if that feels absolutely insane, or I'm going to start a nonprofit that will help children in some way, even if you're like, I have no idea how to even like begin to start a nonprofit or like where would I even get the resources or the manpower or anything. Even if it feels absolutely insane, it feels light years away, just write it down. Because when you start to to accept the things you want and you start to open up to the possibility that they could happen, you'll start seeing opportunities that you didn't see before. If you're blocked off and you're like, no way, that's not going to happen. I'm not even going to think about it. Then maybe someone will say something that gives you an inspiration to take the next action that will lead you to where you're wanting to go. But if you're in this place of fear and doubt and negativity and like that's not going to happen, then you're not even going to hear it. You're not going to take the steps you need to take. You're not going to take that one small step at a time. So you have to get comfortable with being like, here's the things I want. That doesn't mean that you're clinging to them or that you're not happy where you are because you don't have them. Coming back to that appreciation of where we are, coming back to that enoughness, that's just feeling excited about the possibilities of life. Life is all about we're creating this beautiful existence, humanity as a whole, and and. The, the universe as a whole is, is expanding. We're always in this process of creation. Everything is always being created. As time goes on, as our cells change, everything is in creation all the time. That is the thrill of life. So embrace what you want. Write it down. Allow yourself that fun and that freedom of daydreaming, like you did when you were a child. Do you remember being a little kid and sitting in school at your desk and thinking about all the fun things like climbing trees and going for little hikes and whatever it was that you loved, like playing dress up, thinking about those things. Do you remember how fun that was? Let yourself have that fun of just daydreaming of possibilities and adventure and incredible things that could happen. It still can all happen. Then the next aspect has to do with our beliefs and our thoughts. The biggest thing that is holding us back from reaching the points that we want to reach is all within us. (laughs) It's our thoughts, it's our beliefs. Our thoughts and our beliefs can be molded. They aren't necessarily true. And just like muscles and flexibility can form by slowly moving our bodies over time, or like mountains can form from two tectonic plates slowly working against each other, our thoughts and our beliefs can be transformed through practice, through repetition, through through becoming conscious of them and directing them over and over and over again. And once again, one of the best ways you can do that is through writing, is through pausing and saying, okay, what am I actually thinking? How are these thoughts propelling me? Is it toward staying stuck? Is it toward 
staying in this relationship that I shouldn't be in? Is it toward staying in this job that I shouldn't be in? Or is it toward owning my worth? Is it toward knowing that I am enough? I am incredible. I can create beautiful things in the world. I can help people. I can make the world a better place. I can have, do, see the things I want to do and have and see. (laughs) What are your beliefs? Where are they leading you? What do you think about? Do you, like, do you even know? You know, a lot of times our beliefs and our thoughts are just running rampant. Take time to sit with them. Meditate. Let the thoughts come and go. Let them pass through. Watch them. <laughs> what, are you, what do you think about? I think an awesome way to do that is to write down the fears that you have. And see how you can transform them into something that's actually powerful. So one for me is like, um, I wanted to create this course worthy, right? I wanted to help people learn how to live the life that they've always dreamed of and give them tools that can help them get there and empower people and help them know that they It's all in their hands, and they can totally do it. But for a while, I did not feel worthy of creating worthy. Even though I've totally done all this stuff. I've been doing it for years. I've been motivating people for years. Friends and relatives, I've, that's naturally part of who I am. And I've, I've gotten better and better and better at it. And I'm totally prepared to be this kind of teacher, but I didn't feel like it because I had these doubting thoughts. What would people think? And over time, I, I, but I knew I was like, you limiting belief, I see you. I see you. <laughs> and I would write about it. I would write about my good aspects. I would write the fears down. And, you know, for instance, I'm young. You know, I'm only 26. Who am I to be a teacher? And <laughs> But then I would realize, hey, you know, if I start, I've had, first of all, I've had a lot of life experience. And I've really, really, really taken a lot of time to learn from all of that experience to put me in a place where I can teach people. And second of all, you know, if I'm young, I can connect with young people. And that's incredible. If people start doing this kind of work earlier on, can you imagine the pain and the suffering that they will avoid by staying in a cycle of feeling stuck and afraid and resentful and acting on those emotions instead of learning to act from a place of love and a place of joy and excitement for life? So that's just an example. But our thoughts and our beliefs, they can be transformed They are not stagnant. They're fluid and can change over time if we are putting energy into changing them. The next thing that wraps it all up, this is the last portion of worthiness, is taking action. So much of this is internal work. Like 90% or whatever is internal work, is changing our beliefs, knowing that we're enough, getting comfortable with our dreams and desires, knowing why we want the things we want them, 
appreciating everything we have in our life, letting go of what is holding us back. But nothing will change if we're not taking action. <laughs> but don't just like take action, like flopping around and being like, okay, maybe I'll do this, maybe I'll do this. When we get our internal reality right, okay, when we are feeling joy and love and peace and excitement and clarity, that's when we should take action. Don't take actions that are based on fear. Don't take actions because you feel like you have to or like if you don't, then so-and-so is going to be mad at you. Take actions that you know can get you to where you want to be and you know will help someone. But also don't be, <laughs> don't feel like you have to know it all right now. Because you don't. You never will. You never, ever will. Break it down. Little bits, piece by piece. What's, take it one day at a time. What's something you can do today? Three things you can do today. Small things. If you're wanting to write a book, if you think about writing a whole book, that sounds terrifying, <laughs> honestly. Like, oh, okay, so I'm just going to write like a couple hundred pages and find a publisher and make the cover and get someone to edit it and even know what I'm going to write about. That sounds terrifying. But if you're like, I'm going to decide what the topic is or I'm going to write an outline. Slowly over time with that little breaking it down bit by bit, writing one page at a time, you have a book, you did it. Same thing with anything else that you're wanting, like buying a house. You know, not all of us are in a place where we can just like immediately buy a house, cash up front, right? But you can break it down bit by bit, pay off a little bit at a time. Everything can be broken up into small little chunks. Mountains are climbed step by step. You can't just like jump to the top. And another part of taking action is also watching the way you speak. What you're saying affects what's going on in your life. What you say about yourself and about others and about the things you want, those will mold your beliefs and your thoughts. Your beliefs and your thoughts will affect your actions. They all go hand in hand. The words you say, the things you think, the actions you take, they all go hand in hand. So be conscious of all of that. So that's about it for this episode. I just wanted to give you a touch of how to, how to start doing the work to really do those big things we want to do. We all have these big dreams. And maybe we've let go of them for a long time. But... Everyone has incredible gifts that should be shared with the world. And you know what those gifts are deep down. You don't have to hide them. You can share them. You can help people with them. But first, you have to, you have to see them in yourself first. So that's a little taste of what the course would be like if you are interested check out the show notes it's going to be amazing community and practice and learning about ourselves and learning about others and learning about the things that we want and taking 
action toward those things. And I'm just really excited for it. It's going to start March, March 18th. It's eight weeks long. If you want more information, feel free to reach out to me. Again, feel free to check out the Growth Guide and Erin Earth Guide Meditations if you haven't already. I also have some events coming up in the next few months in California, probably in New York, and throughout Europe, as well as some other retreats throughout the world. So stay on the lookout for those. And if you love this episode, please, once again, share it. Send me a message about the episode. Any thoughts you have, any sort of things you're thinking, I would, I would love to know. Share it on your story. Tell your friends. Leave a review. It all helps so, so much. I hope you all have an incredible day. Happy Monday if you are listening on a Monday. If you are not listening on a Monday, happy whatever day it is. And bye.